Let's go talk to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider. Get his thoughts on Michigan and the NIT. We'll hear from Tim Stout later about Michigan State as a seventh seed. So, Chris, did you hear anything? Was Michigan ever close to saying and doing the North Carolina that we're not going to take an NIT bid? No. In fact, Juwan Howard said after the game, the Rutgers lost, that he wanted to coach the team and they were talking about in the locker room. They said they'd talk about it when they got back, but he made it clear that they said that they were interested in continuing the season. So, you know, it is what it is. And uh, we haven't covered an NIT game since the Tommy Amaker era when we covered a heck of a lot of them. So when John Beeline missed the tournament a couple of times there um, due to injuries and one bad year there, they were below 500. So, uh, you know, this team seems too talented, frankly, to be uh, playing in the NIT. But when you leave the games out there that they did and you lose to Central Michigan at home and you don't understand that those games in November and December, you still got to bring it then too, then you're not going to make it. And so they got what they deserved and it wouldn't surprise me at all. Given how they came out against Rutgers, if Toledo really took it to them tomorrow night, that's a pretty good basketball team. Won 17 in a row. Very good offensively with great shooters. If they're on at all, I think that could be tough for Michigan to keep up. It wouldn't surprise me if it was a short stay, frankly. Chris Ballas from the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, checking in on the Meyer guest line. Yeah, and the draw with Toledo. And I, and I go back to the seedings for what they're worth with the NIT, but you're Michigan, and you lost an OT at Illinois, at Indiana. You had quality wins in February, and you're going to be a three-seed on the NIT bracket? Are you kidding me? Yeah, the thing with that, I think they were going to be a two-seed, and it's more about money. and Home games, right, when it I comes get it. To the NIT, exactly. And so I think they would have been a two, but they thought, well, Vanderbilt will probably draw more fans than Michigan will. So, uh, And more than anything, you know, if you're in the NIT, you didn't make the NCAA tournament, so... Uh, it's pretty much irrelevant. I hate to say it, you know, but that's just the way that college basketball is. And it'd be great if they expanded the tournament for some of these programs that, you know, Michigan passed the eye test. And, you know, we heard somebody close to the committee say, you know, if Michigan had beaten Rutgers, the way they'd played in the last several weeks and they passed the eye test and it's a name program, they might've gotten a Syracuse treatment, right? When, uh, when a lot of people didn't think Syracuse deserved to be in, but they got into the tournament and they made some noise, just like Michigan did last year as an 11 seed. But, what they really need to improve upon, Bill, is their regular seasons, right? They made the nice run to the Sweet 16 last year, uh, and you know, it wasn't a fluke. There's no question that they played well and they deserved it, and Juwan Howard had been to an Elite Eight before that, but they've got to be better in the regular season and compete for championships. That was uh, this year, there's no question that as many close games as they played, that uh, they could have been right there in contention for a Big Ten title, and they were playing for a number two seed in the Big Ten tournament mm. in that Indiana game. So that just shows you how close they were. And uh, but you got to be able to pull out some of those games, and you've got to take. Uh, you can't play to the level of your competition like Michigan has the last couple of years. I would hope that would be an emphasis next year going into the season. That hey, this season starts now. It doesn't start when Big Ten play starts. You don't just get up for the big games. You get up for every game, and you develop those winning habits in those non-conference cupcake games, as they're called. Chris Ballas from Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider. You can follow everything Michigan basketball. They're playing Toledo tomorrow night. I think Toledo is going to bring a boatload of fans uh, up the road uh, from Northwest Ohio. Should be an interesting game. I'm curious how Michigan responds, how they play, because, Chris, you know, if they go lay an egg at home uh, after the finish and they get beat by Toledo in the NIT, that's not a big program culture builder. No, it's not. And I think it wasn't at Kentucky a few years ago that lost in the first round uh, of the NIT. And, you know, part of it is 
okay, we don't want to be here anyway, so we aren't going to show up. And that is not a good culture thing. There's no question about it. Uh, and that's where it starts. Dan Dockett, I was listening to his interview on your show and linked it actually on our site, wrote an article about it. That was fantastic, by the way, uh, from a couple of days ago. I think he nailed it. Like, okay, what's your culture going to be? What's your recruiting going to be? You have to have a plan. Uh, and the farther they get away from beeline, fair or not, people are going to say, well, you're, you're Kevin Ollie at UConn, and I think he used the Mike Davis comparison at Indiana under Bob Knight, but uh, it doesn't have to be that way. It's like he said, Juwan Howard, there are, there are some similarities, but he's his own guy. He played in the NBA, and he had success there with his own players. So uh, we'll see what happens next year. It's a huge year for Michigan basketball. Chris Ballas from the Wolverines.com. We'll talk later in the week, get an update on Michigan spring football. Sounds great, Billy. Thank you. All right, Chris Ballas, check it in. Michigan, Toledo, NIT tomorrow night in Ann Arbor over on the east side of the state.